Hello and welcome to another episode of the English 2.0 podcast. My name is Al. Thank you so much for listening today. This is an audio episode and today we're going to do another episode in the movie study series. This is going to be number three in the series. Uh, if you haven't checked out the other two, please check them out. The movie study one, which was uh, with the movie Frozen from Disney. Movie study two was Silver Linings Playbook. And today we're going to have a look at the movie Man of Steel. Man of Steel is a Superman movie. Before we get into that, I do have one announcement. So I have a very, very special offer to those who listen all the way to the end. So if you listen to this podcast episode and you make it all the way to the end, I do have a special offer. And this is going to be a limited time offer. So you want to be sure to listen and see what that's all about. All right, so we'll get to that at the end. All right, so in today's episode, we're going to do another movie study. And this one is with the movie Man of Steel. Now, if you're not familiar with the Man of Steel, this is a nickname that Superman sometimes uses. And this was the title of the recent Superman movie from a couple of years ago. And actually, I think they're they're making a new one. Actually, it'll be the sequel. Sequel means part two to this movie uh, next spring. I believe it is due in March next year, 2016. So be sure to check it out. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be Superman versus Batman. So <laughs> for if you're... Uh, superhero movie fan like me that you should be really excited for that anyway we're gonna look at the first one today man of steel and this stars uh, henry cavill as superman or clark kent as he's also known and also in this scene we're gonna look at uh we're gonna look at a scene between clark kent and lois lane uh, hopefully you are familiar with Lois Lane. She is a reporter for the Daily Planet newspaper and also the love interest of Clark Kent. And we're going to listen to a scene between the two of them and analyze it and see how we can learn English from this movie scene and then apply the principles to other scenes that you choose and other movies as well. So, I'm going to take you through a blog post uh, that I've done already, and this is uh, the first blog, Studying English with Movies, Man of Steel. I'll link to it in the show notes. And actually, I should make a simple link to that, so we'll make that lsensei.com forward slash M-O-S, as in Man of Steel. M-O-S. All right. So you can just uh, find that link easily or just go to the show notes for this episode, Movie Study 3, and the link should be there as well. Also, now that we're mentioning show notes, uh, please check out my original podcast, episode 27, for how to study English with movies. So let's go through the post. Uh, I might read some of it, uh, and I might uh, just speak on my own for some of it. So if you want, you can take a look and follow along but I might go off the script a little bit. All right, so uh, again, let's, we'll go through the steps that I outline uh, when you want to use a movie to study. 
And the first one is choose the movie. As I mentioned in the episode about how to study English with movies, that was episode 27, uh, I mentioned there are basically two ways you can study. The first one is for comprehension, which means to understand. And the second one is for context. And the context is where we look more specifically at a particular scene and the language, pronunciation, all that stuff. So we're going to look at particularly a context study today because I think the scene is pretty, well, hopefully not so hard to understand. You know, I'd usually recommend using a movie with more natural dialogue that would be similar to what you would use in your daily life. For example, uh, dramas, light comedies, and family movies are usually best uh, for that type of uh, language. So, you know, this you know, Superman movie is a kind of action or science fiction type movie. So there are some things to take into consideration if you do use a movie like this. Uh, first, note that the movie might have a lot of specific vocabulary. So, for example, if it is an imaginary world, there may be a lot of names and terms that are unfamiliar and not used in daily conversation. Like in Superman, they talk about kryptonite, um, daily planet, and so stuff like that are really particular to that world. In addition, there may be a lot of technical terms that are specific to police work or scientific work, etc. So, just be aware of that before you... Uh, start with a action or kind of science fiction uh, movie. All right, so we have chosen the movie Man of Steel. Let's move on to see, uh, step two, sorry. And that is now choose the scene. So in this example, I've carefully selected a scene that has some normal dialogue. So I like to focus on scenes that are only between two people to keep the situation as simple as possible. This allows us to focus on the language and eliminates distraction from extra characters or background uh, things that might get in our way. So, again, as I mentioned, this scene features Lois Lane, a reporter for the Daily Planet newspaper, and Clark Kent, of course, who is Superman, and they are at a cemetery. And she is advising him to share his secret with the world and reveal his identity as Superman. So we're going to play the clip now. Listen along. If you want, you can try to write down the script. You can do the dictation. Um, but we're going to go over it afterwards. So please listen. Dictate if you like. If not, that's okay. We'll go through it anyway. So please listen. Here is the scene. Where are you from? What are you doing here? Let me tell your story. What? If I don't want my story told... It's going to come out eventually. Somebody's going to get a photograph or figure out where you live. Well, and then I'll just disappear again. The only way you could disappear for good is to stop helping people altogether, and I sense that's not an option for you. My father believed that if the world found out who I really was, they'd reject me out of fear. All right, so how was it? Were you able to catch everything? Don't worry, if not, you can always uh, check it with the script down below on the blog post. So actually, I would advise you to do that uh, if, you are, if you have access to it. If not, you can check it out when you have access to the internet. 
So we'll move on to step four. That was step three, which is uh, watch the scene and try to write down the uh, what you hear. Step four is then to look up any new vocabulary, right? So again, you can use an online dictionary like dictionary.com to help you uh, for regular words and phrases. If there are any uh, slang terms, uh, you can also use urbandictionary.com. And I have links to those also in the post. And then, yeah, we want to make sure we understand everything before continuing. All right. So let's move on to step five. And this is find common sentence patterns. This is one of the things that I highly recommend that students do when studying movies or studying English from movies. Because this is where you can pick up language that you can actually use. All right. Of course, we want to be able to understand it. But then the next step is using it. So in this uh, particular script, there are lots of good examples. But the one that I have chosen is from Clark. Okay. Now Clark, as his first line, says, What if I don't want my story told? In the previous line, Lois said to Clark, Let me tell your story which in the context of this movie means, I want to share your secret that you have superpowers, Superman. And now hopefully you're familiar with the story of Superman, and he, of course, is not ready to share that secret yet. So with that in mind, we can understand that he would be concerned about revealing his identity to the world. So to express that concern, he responds to Lois with, what if I don't want my story told? Meaning, in other words, I'm concerned about you sharing my secret with the whole world, and I don't want you to. Therefore, if we look at his sentence and try to identify the key, it would be, what if I don't want, and then blah, 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 X, whatever that is. Okay. Remember, the key is the sentence pattern. With the key part of the sentence, you can add anything at the end to make it your own sentence. Okay, but the key will remain the same. So the sentence pattern here shows concern for future effects or possible results of present actions. Again, the, pa the pattern is, what if I don't want X? Also, it includes the feeling that the speaker does not want X, which in this case is an event, action, or thing. All right, so here are some examples that I made. Uh, from this pattern. Other examples. Okay, so let, please listen, and then we'll discuss what they mean. And also, if you want, you can uh, practice repeating after me so we get some speaking practice in today. So please listen and repeat. What if I don't want to go to university? Okay, very good. Let's do another one. What if I don't want to become a doctor? Great. Next one. What if I don't want you to help me? Okay, great. And finally, what if I don't want their money? Okay, great job. These are all very specific to a particular context, so we won't go into all of them right now. But if we look at the first one, what if I don't want to go to university? So let's say the speaker's parents, for example, were pressuring him or her to go to university. 
but he or she wanted to maybe explore some other options. They wanted to travel for a year or go, you know, straight to work. So those would be some concerns. What if I don't want to go to university? Okay. Uh, become a doctor is kind of the same type of example. Okay. Um, so the, these are just, uh, again, ways to express concerns about the future. If you can find other sentence patterns like this in your scripts, I believe is a very valuable and powerful skill to have when studying English from movies. When you're able to, to use these patterns in your real-life conversations, not only are you likely to speak with natural phrases and pronunciation, but also you will be thinking in English. All right, so that's about it for this post. Um, and we're going to wrap it up there to keep this uh, somewhat short episode today. And thank you so much for listening. Now, as I promised, we're going to talk about the special offer. Now, this offer, again, is a limited time offer. And I have talked with the world's number one English teacher. And you may know who that is. I'm speaking about A.J. Hogue. He is the creator of Effortless English and the Effortless English Show, the Effortless English Club, and a wonderful English course called Power English. Now, maybe you have heard of A.J. Hogue. I hope so. If not, you can check him out. He's everywhere on the internet, YouTube, Periscope. I highly recommend checking him out wherever you can. Now, I have joined with him to help provide his course to you. And if you go, if you access his course through my link, and I'm going to give you that link in just a second, I'm going to offer you, in addition to his course, a bonus. And this bonus is lifetime membership to the English 2.0 members area. All right. That'll be a bonus for free. All right. This is right now a $49 value for free. In the Power English course, you're going to learn naturally and playfully like a child and you're never going to study grammar rules. You'll learn with your ears and not your eyes. This is, you know, what we talk about all the time here in English 2.0. You learn spoken grammar with fun stories. Again, no need to study grammar rules. And you learn actively by answering simple questions. And the lessons are emotional so that they're memorable. In the Power English course, you're going to get 30 vocabulary lessons, 30 main audio lessons, 30 mini story lessons, and 21 point of view story lessons. And there are lots of other videos and guides that you're going to get with that as well in AJ Hogue's Power English course. All right. And again, he is considered the number one English teacher in the world. So you definitely want to check out his course. Now, as a bonus, if you go through my link, I'm going to give you access to the English 2.0 members area. This is going to be lifetime access, which means you get all the courses from me, Al Sensei, 
right now, that uh, the courses that are in there now, plus anything that I add in the future for the rest of your life, <laughs> for the rest of my life. All right, and in that right now, we have, of course, the pronunciation, natural pronunciation course, level one and level two. You also get access to the global English course, level one and level two. And I'm currently adding courses to the Grammar for Spoken Communication course, level one. So that's being added right now as we speak. Also, you'll get access to all the bonuses in there, which are the premium podcasts, which are not available on this feed. They're only available to members. We go into deeper subjects on that premium podcast. Uh, you'll get access to the bonus extended interviews that I've done with teachers like uh, Aaron from Phrase Mix, English teacher Melanie, and Kayla from DoneTheRightWay.com. You get access to those extended interviews. You get access to my free downloadable email templates for business English, which are very valuable. It'll cut your email time in half. You just plug in your information. The emails are already written and much more. Okay, so this is going to be a limited time offer. So I highly advise you to sign up. Here is the link that you need to go through to get access to the Power English course and my bonus. It is alsensei.com forward slash power. P-O-W-E-R, power. alsensei.com forward slash power. If you use that link to go to access the Power English course, I will know that you signed up through my link and I'll give you immediate access to the English 2.0 members area as a special bonus. All right. So I hope that's clear. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, al at alsensei.com, and I'd be happy to answer anything there. So we're going to wrap up this episode today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have gotten benefit from this episode, as with all the episodes. And we're going to wrap it up there, so thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you on the next episode of the English 2.0 podcast. Hey, are you still listening? Well, I have some good news for you. This is a secret bonus for all of you who have listened uh, this far and are willing to go just a few more minutes with me and uh, to explore this episode just a little bit deeper and take a look at this script in just a little bit more depth. So this is a secret bonus at the end of the episode. Thank you so much for continuing to listen. So if you go back to the script from Man of Steel, the same one that we're working with, well, if you remember back in movie study number two in Silver Linings Playbook, we went to a step six, which was to study how a character responds to another. Now, we don't have another good example in this particular script, in the Man of Steel script, so we're going to go to step seven. And step seven, if you remember, was find natural expressions. All right, so in this script, we've got a great natural expression, 
And it comes from Lois and her final line. So if you're looking at the script, um, her final line is, The only way you could disappear for good is to stop helping people altogether. And I sense that's not an option for you. All right. Now, that's a bit long, but we're going to look at the last part. So the where she says, I sense that's not an option for you. All right. So this is a really nice, natural expression. Now, let's take a look at it a little uh, piece by piece. And let's start with the middle part. That's really the main part. That's not an option. Okay. One more time. Let's say it together. So please repeat. That's not an option. Okay. Nice job. So what does that mean? Well, that means that in your mind, there is no choice or you cannot make that choice or you are not willing to make that choice because you fear that the ne- the results of that choice will be really bad or really negative. All right? So you cannot make that choice. Right? It's not an option. Okay? Um, that's not an option for you. Of course, you can say that's not an option for me. All right? So that's uh, the main phrase. Now, if we add the first part of that, I sense that's not an option for you. I sense is another way to say, it seems to me that. Okay? It seems to me. So maybe I don't have direct evidence. Maybe you didn't say it directly to me. um, But maybe I'm picking it up just by feeling. It's just a feeling I have. Maybe... Uh, Just kind of logically, I came to that conclusion. Uh, Maybe there are little other bits of small um, evidence, small pieces of evidence. Like maybe I just noticed your facial expression or something like that. So I sense that. Okay, it seems to me. It's my feeling. I sense that's not an option for you. Means I don't think you can make that choice because you're worried about the negative results or negative consequences. So in this particular script, she said if Clark Kent or Superman wants to disappear, he will have to stop helping people, everybody. So she is saying he cannot make that choice or he's probably not willing to make that choice or not willing to do that. So it's not an option for him. All right? So that is our natural expression. I sense that's not an option for you. Really natural expression, and I hope you uh, can use it in your daily English conversation. So that is a secret bonus today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Cheers.